There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. Just about a hundred days ago, I was in a mountain village away on the other side of the ocean. These mountains are called the Caucasus Mountains and they are a natural land barrier between the Russian Empire to the north and the Islamic Empire to the south. Now, we don't think in terms of empires now, but the country of Georgia, that is where I was a hundred days ago, is still known for its mountains. Most of you know that I lived for five years in Moscow, Russia, and though I spent my time diligently trying to spread the gospel in that mammoth city, I used to look at a map of the former Soviet Union. And I would wonder, who is going to take the gospel to the tens of thousands of villages on that map? I mean, there are so many villages that some of them are not even on the map. Now, when I was a boy, an American Christian could not even get into the USSR, let alone come and teach the Bible. No way. It was forbidden against the law. But today is 2023. The world has changed. The Republic of Georgia opens its doors to the United States. Now, I'm not saying that this country wants the gospel. No, much of this country doesn't want the gospel. They want their tradition, or they want American dollars. But at least they're open, and I've been there more than once. I'd love to take you. Get your passport. Write me an email. Tell me you want to go. Dean at cupofgoodnews.org. That's Dean at cupofgoodnews.org. And you know, the Republic of Georgia is not a very big country, yet there are over 3,000 towns that have no church. None. So I go back to my question, who is going to reach them? Who is going to go there? I mean, I just invited you to Georgia, but I don't live there. I only visit. The title of this episode is Living to Serve, and it is the third episode in the series of Chachabar and Natya Chachaidzi. Last time we heard how God brought Chacha and Natya together as a couple, and this time we're going to hear a little about their ministry. I hope as you listen, you can hear their heart and commitment to reach their people. You see, they are national people, and they are living to serve. Yeah, in 1990s, uh, when 
the Soviet Union fell down, when this, there was uh, uh, inflation, my father, he started to make cow farm. And uh, he was watching cows. Sometimes he was sending me there or my brother to watch cows. It was in my life worst things which I can imagine. I did not like to go to watch cows. I said, okay, let me fix wall, cement, paint, I don't know, carry blocks, I, but don't send me there. My father was teaching me always from my childhood. You uh, should uh, be like first in your business. What are you doing? If you're sweeping floor, be professional, be first. And somebody will find you and somebody will uh, hire you. And somebody, there will be need for you. Then uh, this stuck somehow in my mind. And uh, in my childhood, uh, many of my friends, they were calling me mayor. Because I was fixing this or neighborhood's problem. It's not my own problems. I mentioned that everybody wants to, in my days, everybody wants to become criminal. Before I was uh, thinking to become a thief, professional thief, and to make justice. This was in one understanding, it's not bad to become criminal authority. The idea was uh, to uh, like bring the justice and help somebody to find the justice. Uh, but later, these criminal authorities, they became businessmen. That was wrong. And when I was looking, my, uh, my friends, all of them, they were following this idea. All of them, they want to become like uh, official thief, criminal authorities. But when I was sitting sometimes alone in the class, uh, I was feeling like, oh, okay, why am I different? I understood it was not for me, but I want to pretend to show everybody that I'm with you. I'm like you. When I was with my friends, I was saying, okay, let's go and beat this guy. I don't like his face, the way he's looking. Let's go and beat him. Why? I don't know. I did not know why, but just because to show somebody that I'm like you. I'm Krutoy. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Krutoy in Russian. Then, but I was crying at home. I was crying at home because I, my nature was not uh, in my inside, everything. I was sheep, but I was trying to wearing this uh, wolf's coat to show everybody that I'm uh, cool. But when I became a Christian in uh, 1994, it was I was then in 16, 16 years old. Okay, those days, as I said, there was no future for Georgia. From my house, the, from my area where I live, you can see many, like, half Tbilisi, you can see. And I was coming, I was looking and I was praying for Georgia because uh, people without hope, if many times, I remember, in a street or in a public transport, if was there sometimes, public transport, if you're laughing, everybody was looking to you from, with doubt. Why he's laughing? He's crazy or what's going on? Because nobody was laughing in George. Everybody was uh, wearing black clothes, depression, no hope. I remember when um, very often some uh, 
two three o'clock morning god was waking me up i was praying it was yeah you know many times i walked to in the church 10 15 kilometers in the wind snow rain it was terrible but i was praying i was there was no transport no petrol only few cars were uh, in tbilisi i was when i was praying i was believing that uh, one day god can change i did not know how can this happen it was terrible but when i was praying i was god please i was crying really please god give georgia hope change georgia give give georgia hope yeah a few times the police came then oh what are you doing here near my house there was a few warehouse and a few times somebody stole ah we caught you ah your whole no i said no no i'm uh, i mentioned my father's name because everybody was friendly with him then i mentioned oh i'm bejani's son yeah but what are you doing here what time is it now two o'clock morning you should sleep in the bed no i said i'm praying praying what praying for what praying for my country which has no hope and no future oh you're crazy and it was like uh, yeah for them it was uh, like unbelievable somebody two three o'clock morning on the street in the winter in the minus 10 15 but i could not sleep when i realized okay how dark is in georgia and i'm sleeping now i could not sleep because of then i was praying and i was somehow uh, in my imagination was like okay god can change only georgia god can bless god can bring this uh, peace is it true can god change nations sometimes things seem impossible don't they but i do know that the lord is looking for hearts that truly want his kingdom and not their own god's looking for servants who will be living sacrifices i became the stage where i have to choose the profession what should i become and what should i do about my future my life uh, then i was thinking okay uh, to choosing uh, to follow god but those days as i said there was no georgia that had no future there was no uh, no future okay if i serve god then what how i then how i can provide my family what can i do but but when i was studying the then growing in christ i said okay we live here in this earth only 80 maximum 100 year okay, you can catch maybe this point this idea um some some people they serve to live but some people live to serve it this word this term came in my life when i was praying and this came to my mind don't serve to live live to serve this is completely different that is different it's losing your life for the sake of others it's denying yourself it's looking not for your own things but for the things of others and it requires faith that god can provide and god can direct samaritan's purse was uh, 
first time 2000 they came in Georgia 2001 2001 they uh, gave us just a few boxes which we gave to children then those days uh, I, I started work with the Christian Camp Association which was from Canada they were taking uh, from different churches uh, young uh, people to train them how to make camp and how to work as a team workers together and uh, to make Christian camps since this day I'm working uh, till today uh, with Samaritan Spurs and with uh, also I'm uh, founder of this uh, one of the founder of this Christian Camp Association in Georgia which uh, I can say in Georgia this is one of the um, fruitful ministry among the Georgian because of the parents they allow the children go and spend time with us in different places and through um, children we have also success to the parents um, many times the parents called me and said thank you very much that you took my child in the camp I could not recognize him or her he's so changed he's making bed every morning um, and uh, studying or becoming kind or friendly or something like this but then in the camp ministry I I meet her there and uh, she yeah we meet each other then uh, we start together ministry we yeah. had uh, yeah then the, our children because of english because of the and many many this was just beginning i'm i'm sure if not the camp ministry i would never yeah. meet her uh, we would never uh, serve together i would never uh, have chance to m talk with her and meet her or something it is just small beginning which happened later then i realized ah, thank you jesus that it was from you this uh, when we married we had uh, i had no job for a few years because i was serving i was uh, summer serving the summer transport uh, project and uh, youth project sunday school project really i had no time to uh, work and before that, I don't know how we survived, like just no one ever thought that my husband is not working the way we were dressed. Does Samaritan purse pay you? No, 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 I'm, I'm no, when I say no, it's no, not one tetri, Ra Samaritan purse. But I was praying because I need, I knew that I need some job because to, I had family. <laughs> now I had to provide my family. Then I was praying, God, please give me such a kind of job that I can serve and I can work also. Because if you work there, mainly in Georgia, there's not just kind of a job that you can like uh, schedule can allow you to serve. But I was like full in full time ministry. Then I was uh, then my mother was uh, telling me also, oh, now you have to take the responsibility to work. Then I, I was not only my mother, I was telling people, God will give me the job that I can serve him and I can work also. Mm -hmm. And everybody was telling me, no, no, don't dream, don't, uh, this is impossible. If you want to serve God, you have to choose, serve God or work. You know, what I yeah. see in my experience, like, okay, he this was blessing, eight years blessing. believer before I got him. <clears throat> so what I got from him, what I learned is like, uh, he was like, 
like this faith like something for me which was like so to say supernatural a little bit you know how you can go out without having money in your pocket and just go to church how i need to have money how i can't go out if i have no money i don't go out so and really god providing like it's like i little little things and that was raising in me like this faith and so i could even believe that god can create i have papers of 2004 written what i was prayed about and plus job which will not take us away from you which will not take us off from ministry and this and that and this was not easy when people come how 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 and you know. but in 2007 my friend called me and said okay there is job if you would like to go and work there it is in Tsalka mm -hmm. how I went to Tsalka first mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. it is in Tsalka you have to go there one week stay there in electric uh, yeah from my uh, profession is electric I finish I finish five-year university in electrical I'm electrical engineer they said okay you can go there one week then three weeks is yours then what was my responsibility just to be there and sleep and rest and read and pray nothing nobody was asking me calling me to working or just go sleep and be there it was like uh, and in Georgia in Georgian railway system works 15,000 people and because of it was in a mountain area and cold area, mm -hmm. they was giving me extra money. Then uh, all these people who were telling me, oh, no, you're dreaming. Just you want to serve God and work also. No, it's uh, not, not, not existing, work. this kind of thing. But when these people later, they knew that I started work in railway. There was one week I was there and three weeks I was at home. Oh, there is some work for me. Can you find some kind of... <laughs> then... It was like really blessed until today I'm working there and never happened in this 15 years story is a history that I had some uh, camp or conference or church meeting and it uh, it was inside because it was flexible. Even if today I'm official uh, Georgian Railway uh, active worker, but when I'm busy or some, something, okay, there is somebody who can replace me. Then uh, this everything also starts from Samaritan's Pools. I, I took there a few years ago, there came Samaritan Pools team. 50 young people came and I took them in Tsalka and I took their boxes. First time in Georgian history, uh, gospel was preached from evangelical believer guy and children, we delivered these boxes. Then I uh, invite, we invite some children in a camp. Then uh, my, my friend, when camp finished, I call him a few days later and said, oh, how children are feeling? They like camp? And um, he, he told me that, yeah, they, they liked camp. He, he said, yeah, they spread. And before he finished this word, I thought, it's happened, it's happened in one second. I thought, oh, in, in the camp, somebody has this, had this lice and now spread and all children in Salka, they have this uh, lice. <laughs> and I was, I want to say just, oh, sorry, and my apologies. And the, the way he continued, it shocked me. He said, yeah, they spread all these Christian songs in the neighborhood. They gathered all parents and they made a concert. <laughs> concert. And they were singing these yes. hymns, which you told them. 
First was we saw that kids were following us. And so we saw that they like us, what we do. And then we did day camps afterwards there. We had Ukrainian uh, team, Bova, like Vadim. which Gospel Link provided. You know, this was a great blessing to us. Shoe boxes are great also. What Kaha did like. He gave shoe boxes, parents came, you know, we explained a little bit what we do. They see these colored balls and they say, Have you played with this with kids? I said, Yes. Oh, okay, next time you call me please when you come. So I called that lady. Next time I said, We are here, bring your children. She was overly happy. Thank you, Natya. She even knew my name. I don't know from where. I just told her when we will be here, I will call you. I didn't know her name. I just told her you are you the one who liked the balls we had you know had kids yes 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 natya it's me she was waiting so she brought kids she got shoe boxes she let her kids stay with us when we gave shoe boxes they told us we don't want this they did not open it was my first experience after 20 years usually when we give shoe boxes to kids directly they want to open they said oh main thing is that we can play here we don't want we will see this later so I said, okay, what should we do? So if they're Muslims, why do they let them come to your camp? I mean, how do you talk to them about Jesus? Explain all this. Oh, I will say one thing. When I was saying that lady told me they went to Hoja, you know, about house and they are there. So and I said, are we allowed to come to my, you know, meeting? She says, we are allowed, we are allowed to come and listen, only listen. And then I thought, okay, that is what we want That's because everything want. comes by hearing. Mm -hmm. You know, if I if you I will tell you word of God, you will hear. This is all I need. And I said, okay, that's fine. You know, they said we are allowed. That's the point. They are allowed to. It's I remember like, after first camp because being, we we are in our territory, our zone, and parents know that this is they uh, sign yes. this uh, like Christian yes. camp and oh, okay. camp is uh, like you have to obey this like rules. We give extra this paper where they have to blank like they have yeah. to. Feel it, and it's written with big letters, Christian camp, yeah. you know, ta, ta, ta. They love us. They love the games we do. And, you know, I can always teach them something through games. Like, treat people as you want to be treated, you know. And, you know, don't say in vain God's name and this and that. And, you know, little by little, somehow. I'm just looking who will be the first. But in the camp, we are, like, 100% open gospel, like, Evangelist. Yes, no Bible studies or evangelist. We have this repentance day, six day. If it's ten, ten day camp, eight day is repentance day. For me, this is not profession. To preach the gospel, to make camp, to deliver the Samaritan's Purse boxes, or to meet with people. I can serve God, I can serve people because this is completely different. Don't uh, serve to live. Live to serve. The darkness shall turn to dawning, and the dawning to noonday bright. And Christ's great kingdom shall come to earth, the kingdom of love and light. When I hear about people like Kaha and Natya, and how they are working for my Lord, I am both encouraged and challenged. I hope you are as well. That village I was in three months ago was Tsalka. Stayed there two nights. I've got some photos of potato harvesting there at the website, cupofgoodnews.org. There's also photos of children who live in Tsalka. I hope you take a minute 
and pray for them. You know, I'm still looking at maps of the former USSR, but now I know who's going to the villages. It's the national preachers and their wives. Not only do I know some of them, but I have the privilege of supporting some of them as well. And that, my friend, is good news.